the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Mentioned, do we mention on radio that uh, the Redskins kind of uh, by proxy won their trademark uh, battle with the with the government? I think we talked about the slants case here on, on this show, right? Yeah, we did, yes, but, we did. but this we morning we didn't on, mention we it on radio. Yeah, the slants is an Asian group, right? Mm-hmm. They yes, they were wanted to be called the slants and that was denied them at first, and so they sued. And I guess it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court just ruled that's free speech. Yes. So, the, and we kind of mentioned this a little bit, I think, on this show. I can't remember which. I think yes. too many freaking shows. Uh, but uh, so the Slants were a band, and they named themselves, they're Asian, they named themselves the Slants to try to oh, take, take ownership of that term. They were like, you know what, we're going to call ourselves that name that people call, you know, that old-timey name, which is very old-timey when they did it, um, that people call Asian people, and uh, we're going to take control of that name. So they were able to call themselves that. However, they were not able to get a copyright because the copyright office said, well, that's a derogatory name. You can't have the copyright. They said, wait a minute, it's free speech. So they took this up the chain. The same uh, ruling was used against the Redskins. So this, the, the Supreme Court case was not the Redskins case. It was the case involving this band, the Slants. Um, and so, but it affects the Redskins as well. But it affects well. the Redskins. And now the DOJ, after that ruling, is... is they conceded their case yep. against the Redskins. They're like, okay, we're fine. We're so... Which is why finally that, decided. Why wasn't that done on day one when Donald Trump became president is another yeah, question I would been. have. But uh, still, uh, that is uh, that's now finally dead, which is good. Mm. It's it's it was a ridiculous thing. By the way, at least the slants was an argument. It was a derogatory term um, that they took on when it was a derogatory term to try to change it. The mm-hmm. Redskins, on the other hand, uh, was a, uh, a, a a supportive term, an honorary term at the time when it was named. And people have, in retrospect, tried to make it into an insult. The exact reverse of what the slants are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Taking a, a derogatory term and turn it into something positive. They were trying to take a positive term and turning it into a derogatory term. Um, which, uh, luckily, has not worked. So, uh, The other thing, too, is, have you ever heard of them? No, not until just this a, case. Just the Supreme Court thing. It's a weird... Uh, th- this happens a lot, because the, the mainstream case that everyone's talking about, the Redskins, is not the one that actually winds up deciding it. Yeah. Um, but uh, good... I, have I, you know, heard of those slides? I have not. Oh, okay. Jeffy? Not the band. No. Okay. There you go. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting in the article, too, the, the very last uh, sentence. A recent poll of Native Americans by the Washington Post revealed a majority did not find the team name offensive. Yeah. 
it wasn't just a majority. It was 90%. But just the 90. But just 90%. I mean, it didn't go to 100. Well, the Washington Post, that was a hard right-wing organization. Uh, except for, no, uh, the exact opposite of that. But other than that, it was a pretty you know, factual statement. Uh, all right, so the travel ban uh, 2.0 is set to begin tonight. After months of winding through the courts, the so-called watered-down version, uh, revised version of President Trump's fiercely litigated travel ban will finally take effect at 8 o'clock tonight. The test for foreign nationals under the Supreme Court's ruling is whether one has a credible claim of bona fide relationship with either an entity like a school or a job or a, a person, like a, a relative or a spouse living in the United so States. The good thing is they will block declared terrorists from coming into the country. Yes. Uh, if, they, if you say in advance, I am coming to the United States to kill people, they will not block you, which is great. <laughs> a huge accomplishment for the administration. It is true. How, do you, how are you going to know? Uh, yeah, of course, I'm coming for a job. Or I'm coming for a school. I'm going to go to school. Right. I mean, I, uh, now, they can try to. Obviously, there are ways. Listen to all these exceptions, though. If you're a U.S. citizen, obviously, legal permanent resident, green card holder, uh, current visa holder, any visa applicant who was in the U.S. as of June 26th. So all you had to do was apply by June 26th. Now, of course, this travel ban has been winding its way through the courts for months. So if you thought, if you're a terrorist, you're like, oh, I got to get in there during, during this way. <laughs> you better do it now, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they had plenty of time. Dual nationals, um, anyone granted asylum. Um, any refugee already admitted to the U.S., foreign nationals with bona fide family, um, educational or business tied to the U.S., and visas that have already been approved will not be revoked. So, I mean, basically, it's almost everybody, unless, like, you are wearing an ISIS T-shirt when you apply, is essentially what this is doing. Um, but uh, if, you you're, if you're just carrying the flag, they're going to let you in. Oh, yeah. If well, you're just carrying an ISIS flag, though, that's not, that's no, not enough to keep you out. It's got to be a T-shirt. So. Uh, it really is ridiculous. I mean, and, and again, this whole thing was <clears throat> passed under the guise that it was to give the Trump administration time to figure out what is going on. That time has already expired. Uh, the travel ban would have already expired if it had been approved initially. Why they weren't using the last five months to figure out what was going on is, <laughs> is inexplicable. And I still have heard no one ask this question. Uh, yeah, no. They're, they're not paying attention. I mean, What's going on? Have you guys figured it out yet? By the way, there's only six countries involved anyway. They are... That's down to six, yeah. They are Syria, Iran, Yemen, Somalia, Sudan, and Libya. Uh, Saudi Arabia is not even considered. The, the, let's see, where did the 18 come from? Oh, that's right, Saudi Arabia. That, that's not one of them. Nope. Uh, you know, Omar and and the United Arab Emirates and Egypt and all these places where uh, people hate our, hate our guts. The Gaza Strip, uh, that's not one of them. So, you know, it's not, it, it can't be comprehensive. It can't be really effective anyway because it doesn't involve a lot of the places where these terrorists would come from. Yeah, it never was anything other than a campaign issue uh, that he's just passing something to say he did it. It really, yep. I mean, and you know, the defense, you know this by the defense of it. The defense was, well, it's not really going to affect a lot of people and, you know, it's going to be a really small slice and it's not anti-Muslim because they had to defend against the anti-Muslim claim. So they, their, their claim was accurately, <laughs> it does not really affect anybody. It's not going to do much of anything. Uh, that mm -hmm. was their defense. Well, if that's your defense, why, why are you it? bothering why with do it in it? the first place? And that's, of course, yeah. because this is all a media battle for, uh, for the president. Um, by the way, this media battle is going to um, conclude with the health care bill doing absolutely nothing for you. If you thought that, hey, 
Because that was kind of like this. You know, well, you know what? It's a piece of crap bill. We've said this yesterday. But at least there'll be a couple of good things in there. The individual mandate uh, will go away and there'll be some tax cuts. Well, now the tax cuts are dying. The tax cuts are dying. Why? Because uh, they want to get it passed. So now you're going to lose the tax cuts out of this package, which is now um, it's being there's a big uh, several senators have now indicated this is where this is going. You know, I would be very open to the, to losing that tax cut if uh, if it, we get this through, because I think it's very important. Uh, Marco Rubio has said it. Um, there's a couple. Of, I sent to someone else to you as well, Pat. I can't remember who it was. But this is the thing buzzing around Washington right now. And part of the, it could be exactly what this is as well. Trump told reporters outside of the Republican health care bill that he had a big surprise in store for them. Sure is a surprise. Uh, does Bob anyone want to see Corker was the other one. Corker was the other one? Mm-hmm. Um, and Corker has a relationship with Trump, too. Um, you know, where Rubio, I mean, they have some, you know, they have obviously butted heads before, but also have a relationship um, a little bit. But <clears throat> Corker is, was almost in the administration. Uh, we're going to have a great, great surprise. Rand Paul also said Wednesday that he had reached through a breakthrough idea with the president of splitting up the bill in order to help pass it in Congress. A health care bill drafted by Republicans passed in the House of Representatives narrowly, but the Senate uh, bill had, they had to drop their own from scratch. Uh, the bills have been derided on both sides, from conservative Republicans to uh, liberal Democrats. Um, it, you know, I, I, uh, I would assume there's going to be other. Th- the other thing we talked about yesterday, where they're going to try to throw in a bunch of money um, t- to address the opioid thing. They had what doing that too. Billion dollars. They're doing that. That's already been uh, yeah. uh, uh, re- leaked to reporters today. They're going to dump a bunch of money to the opioid thing and something else. Uh, another one of the f- sort of. F- well, they're trying to. They're, they have to make it reduce the budget. Uh, deficit. So what they're saying is they're, they have that $300 billion window and they're going to take a bunch of this $300 billion and hand it out to people until they get their votes. Hand it out. Hey, you want opioid money? Here you go. What do you need? What do you need? Some kid money? There you go. What do you need? Oh, you need some uh, money for a bridge somewhere? Yeah, we'll throw that in probably too. They can't uh, even pretend they don't watch the Patents Do show anymore. I mean, usually they take a day or so before mm-hmm. they act on what we said mm-hmm. they were going to do. They don't even do that. They, they do it do the that. same day. Same day. Same afternoon. Day of. They take our ideas from us. Yeah. Day well, of. What we heard, well, and we don't know if this is true, obviously, but we heard they have uh, multiple employees who are just uh, transcribing the show, mm-hmm. and then they just hand it, this is what you need to vote for today, yeah. and hand it to the yeah. senators as they walk by. I mean, we don't know. Is that true? We don't know. We've also, we've heard so many things. We strongly suspect it is, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the rhetoric is sort of out of control right now. And Reason uh, did a great job kind of illustrating this, you know, because one of the big complaints from the, the left now is if you do the, if this bill is hap- happens, a, a bunch of people are going to die. We all know it. They're all going to die. Now, this is something that got uh, Alan Grayson into the douche hall of fame, I believe, was one of his exploits of oh, Republicans die. Yeah. Their plan is die soon. Die faster. Um, it's a typical uh, you know, idea that the left uses, which is anything that takes money away from something they want is going to cause death. Okay, um, and you know Elizabeth Warren went on a big tangent on that, but she is not alone on this. There's a big battle right now between the left and the right, where the left says, "Well, this health care bill is going to kill a bunch of people," and the right says, "That's a ridiculous way to argue this point." What most people don't say is the fact that after Obamacare, death rates have gone up. So it, there's no reason to believe. No reason whatsoever that this will actually help health, health outcomes um, as far as uh, uh, keeping this bill. Um, it has not helped health outcomes so far. Uh, and there's lengthy evidence that shows that, uh, you, know, you know, the way it's happening right now is, the, is related to the opioid thing. People, the way it is believed right now is that uh, people who normally would not go on drugs, 
and buy opioids now have extra money to either buy drugs or get prescriptions for drugs that wind up leading them to opioids, which they over uh, they actually wind up uh, ODing on. Um, that is at least the speculation at this point, although it's a little too early to know for sure for the data. But what we do know is that the death rates are not decreasing. So this idea that people will die if you get rid of Obamacare, there's no actual evidence of that whatsoever. It's a feeling thing. And uh, Reason uh, did a great piece trying to illustrate how absurd these arguments are, starting with a real one from Elizabeth Warren. Watch. These cuts are blood money. People will die. Let's be very clear. Senate Republicans are paying for tax cuts for the wealthy with American lives. People need kidneys. It's sad but decreed. Yet the senator's hoarding one more than she needs. I offer this bill and I hope you'll vote aye. Unless, of course, you just want people to die. Traffic deaths have many crying with fear. Over 30,000 people are dying each year. This modest change I propose must be applied unless of course you just want people to die. Alcohol deaths are exceeding comparisons. Black people, white people, Native Americans. We need to ban alcohol. It can't be denied unless of course you just want people to die. Murders are bad. They have no defenders, yet many are committed by repeat offenders. I say lifetime in prison, whatever the crime, unless, of course, you just want people to die. I don't have a bill or a groan to detail. I just need a short clip for my donor email. Tim, there's blood on your hands. You want people to die. That good? Cool. Tim, dinner at five? Yeah. The car deaths I mentioned are terrible stuff. Doesn't seem one seatbelt is ever enough. You must vote for my act so that fewer will cry, <laughs> unless, of course, you just want people to die. The carbs, the container, we cannot ignore. Whipped cream's killing more people than ever before. This bill would be passed and be ratified if those people there didn't want people to die. Why not weigh all the costs, the effects, the results? Empathize with each other as if we were adults. Use our brains to craft arguments, not vilify. See that freedom's a traitor. You want people to die! <laughs> <laughs> That is freaking tremendous. That's great. So great. Really nicely done. And so true. Yeah. I mean, you can make all those arguments for all the plans that he made. Mm -hmm. Yes, the speed limit should be four miles an hour because we don't, <laughs> unless you want people to die. Uh, it's so true. And, you know, so many people make those arguments. I love the part at the end where he kind of says, why don't we just, I don't know, maybe talk about this like adults and, and, and recognize that freedom is really the trade-off here. You know, you, you can do all of these things. You can take all of our money and give it all to hospitals so, the, so everyone can all have free health care. And that is not going to solve the American experience. It's not. Uh, it's going to hurt the American experience because it's all about freedom and choice. You know, one of the things um, uh, some congressman today tweeted out uh, the same, uh, Chris Hayes, I think. I see the Connecticut guy. I don't know who it was. I think it was, or is he the television host? Chris Hayes is, uh, I think, the television host. Okay, I can't remember who it was. But anyway, some, uh, let's see if I can figure it out here real quick. Um, he tweeted uh, uh, this, you know, lengthy, ridiculous uh, um, thing, which was, uh, oh, Chris Murphy, sorry, Chris Murphy. Um, many Republicans will condemn this tweet in, in strong moral terms, talking about the Trump thing today, and then they will spend the rest of the day trying to end insurance for 22 million Americans. Like, this is supposed to be a certain profound point. But notice the wording. The wording is specific. Trying to end insurance? Who says that? Are they taking their insurance? Well, you, he knows he can't say that because it's not true at all. He can't say, well, 20, they're trying to take 22 million people's insurance. The correct phrasing of that is people are no longer threatened by an IRS fine, so they will choose no longer to buy the insurance. But they can't explain it that way because the fine is so unpopular 
that everyone wants it gone. So instead, it's trying to end insurance. Trying to end insurance, like who talks like that? But it's this nice little navigation around the truth to mm -hmm. try to say Republicans are bad, they're killing you, uh, and it, it is really, uh, you can't get past it. You know, this never solves itself. I mean, it's really w what it feels like. I mean, Glenn is doing, uh, you know, so much out in, in L.A. And, 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 and with all the books he's reading and everything else to try to find a way around it. You know, the guy who wrote one of the books uh, that uh, he's been reading was on the show with us and basically said, nah, yeah, there's no hope. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> they, yeah, I mean, I wrote all this up uh, to kind of explain what's happening. It's just not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's hard not to get there, man, with the yeah, way this is. Yes, it is. Right now. They yeah. all... You know, it's one thing to, to be in this world where, like, crap, uh, you know, something happens and you're like, oh, wow, um, well, uh, I don't know, that takes me by surprise and here's what I think it means. These people all know they're lying. They all know it. They all know it and they're all lying to manipulate you to try to get you to vote for them or to get to support their bill or to get yeah. their money. They're just terrible people. <laughs> terrible people. Hard not to get there, man. It's mm -hmm. hard. I, you know, and, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we should be more understanding of these positions, but I don't understand it. I, I don't. I, I I try. I get what they're trying to do here. Um, and, you know, you can make arguments. Well, they're trying to hold on to their power. If it was something valiant they were trying yes. to do, mm -hmm. you might want to cut them that slack. But yeah. they're not. No. They're not. It's nothing valiant. Uh, it's Pat Stewart, Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck, the World Champion, uh, World World Series Champion, uh, Chicago Cubs were at the uh, at the White House, which is weird because they were already there with Obama yesterday. They went with did Obama. they go with Obama? Yeah, already? You know, it's a Chicago guy. They already went with Obama. Wait, did they really? Yeah, yeah. before and the end of his presidency. And now why have they done it again? Because uh, the owner uh, is kind of a donor friend of of Trump, President Trump. Oh, okay, and so he set it up and. Madden said that it wasn't required of the team to go. Madden? I mean, obviously, that's what he said, uh, the manager. Uh, and he said, you oh, know, okay. the only thing I require is they play hard every day out of the baseball field. So, I mean, it was yeah, yeah. his usual statement. But uh, then they found out that they were that Trump was going to be there uh, when they were there. Because originally he wasn't going to meet him. Or at least okay. that was, that it was, was the It was, story. by the way, walled off from the media, too, for some That was the story. Yeah, some like, weird, you have a, why would you have them there if it's not a photo op? Like, yeah, what's I the point of having the Cubs there? Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't frankly. Know. I, I don't know. But uh, it's kind of interesting because there's some, I guess, controversy here about whether one of the Cubs, uh, outfielder Albert Amora, Almora, <laughs> yeah, flipped him see, off in a it, subtle kind of way. Uh, now, he says he didn't. Uh, but uh, there he is right there. Right there! And this little hand seems to be uh, potentially... Uh, flipping off the president <laughs> of the United States. Uh, right there! See it? There you go. So, uh, yeah, kind of crazy. I um, don't know. What do you think? Is that, is that what he's... He says no. But... I mean, um, who knows? It's, it's a picture, so you can't tell if he was moving his hands like this and it you know, right. like stopped at that exact moment. It certainly looks like he's flipping them off. It sure does. <laughs> yeah, like, it, does. they're going to take a picture, and I'm going to make sure that I'm giving the picture the finger. Yeah, kind of bizarre. I will say I had a, a great moment today, uh, and <clears> which <throat> turned into a terrible moment, uh, in which I saw a headline that said, uh, video of Jeff Fisher being fired. 
Oh and man! I got so excited. and you got your hopes up, like, and it turned out to be the other. And then it was Jeff. And then it was the. It was the, the actual Jeff Fisher, the, the coach. The, the coach, which sucks. The actual, for him. yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 the real, real, the one that people Fisher. care about. You know, yeah. Uh, it was not, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Jeffy. So but, were you surprised? I mean, when you saw the headline, you were like, "Oh, that can't be." I mean, we were like, to put yeah. a stop to this. Right? Yeah, I said that can't be. This is so fantastic. And then, <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was actually the coach. But this, I do. It think did this turn is, out to be too good to be true. This is right? amazing Cause video because this is an, from an Amazon series, which I guess Pat, you said you've seen. Yeah, well, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I don't know if it's the same season. one because they're doing hard knocks with the Rams right now, and then I think this is a separate one they're doing that they just did with the Arizona Cardinals, which was really good, called uh, All or Nothing. Yeah, and that's on Amazon series, right? I I don't know. So I see it on the NFL Network. So I don't know if it's an Amazon series. Okay. Is it on both? Maybe. Maybe. Um, Maybe it is. My understanding of this comes from an Amazon series that is yet to air. Like they're promoting it now. Okay. Which was a year. But in. I have, I've seen the I've seen the preview and I've seen the very thing that you're talking about with Jeff Fisher getting fired in the preview. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, they actually have released the video because they had cameras in the room when he came to announce to his team that he was being fired. I thought it was amazing. Watch. I won't be there this weekend. I was just fired. So, I mm. uh, appreciate everything you guys have done for this football team and for me and the loyalty that you've shown. Sorry if I let you guys down. You guys didn't let me down. You busted your every single day for me. Mm. I will do whatever I can for every single one of you. I'll be there for you when the season's over. I recommend you call to the end of the night to help you guys find work. There's no chance of that happening. Okay. Mm. Wow. Ugh, that's a sad moment. That sucks. That sucks. And of course, I like Jeff Fisher. He's, uh, you know, he's a good, he's a good football coach. Uh, I'm surprised they gave him so little time there. Yeah, it's such a. They just extended him. It seemed like no, he had a couple. He was there for a couple years. Was he? They had just seemed like it was a year. Got a brand new quarterback, and uh, you know, obviously, yeah. And Jared Goff didn't work out. I mean, he's only had one. He's only had half a year. It didn't work out. I mean, (laughs) if you if you if you don't light the NFL on fire. Within the first 15 minutes, you're get done. Out. You're done. Get out. I, I got no time for you. It is true. Like, it's funny, like, you know, because he comes in <laughs> as the number one pick uh, in the same year Carson Wentz, the Eagles quarterback, comes in as the number two. Right. And so, you know, Wentz starts off well, and they he has a, you know, a half. I mean, he was not, he, he was, was not like the good. league on he fire, but he, he showed a lot of promise. Yeah. Where I, where I feel like golf. I'll know, say this. Wentz like, had a better first year than Peyton Manning did. Peyton Manning threw 28 <laughs> interceptions his first year. That's true. They went one and look 15. how he turned out. He's yeah. a Hall of Fame, one of the greatest, maybe the greatest of all time. So, you know, Goff could, could turn it on still. And maybe oh, he'll totally. be something. But yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. It's just tough, too, because all those assistants, too, I don't know how many wound up yeah, sticking all, around. Probably afterwards. all gone. A lot of I mean, somebody comes fired. in, they, always, they yes. almost always bring in their own guys. So when he says he got fired, they know it's probably over for them, too. Yeah, at so least that's at the, not a fun day for those guys. They may make it to the end of the year where yeah. you know they'll have like interim situation, but yeah. that because that was the middle of last year. Um, but so there you go, uh, kind of uh, interesting. I'm really we, you know obviously hoping for something else out of that video. You know, a lot of times I you know, do I do I picture in my head Jeffy's face saying those things? Yes, <laughs> uh, but again, I don't think he would handle it like that, Jeffy. Do you want to give a, a little 
little uh, preview of what it will be like that day? No, I do not. <laughs> uh, um, I don't think it'd be pretty. I don't think it'd be soft-spoken uh, like like that was. That was kind of tender. I think you can you can sad. You I can th- bet on that. Yeah, I think yours wouldn't be so soft-spoken. No, it would not. Uh, all right. Uh, there's a re- report out that 111 people ended their own lives during the first six months of uh, California's right to light, right to die law. Wow, that's a big number. Yeah, it is. Uh, in the first six months yeah. since they started this, so I, I think January 1st, right, is when the right to die law kicked in. So since January 1st, 111 people. Have oh wait, no, I'm looking at it right here. Uh, between June 9th and June December 9th. 31st of 2016. So this is a they're just releasing okay. the information. Okay, now. yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, so, uh, I guess, you know, that's a success then, right? (laughs) That's that's what you, that's what you put the law in effect uh, to do is uh, allow people to die. So congratulations, California. You've had a successful uh, first six months. Nice. Big, big win for the state. Yeah. Uh, We're able to. Yeah. uh, How wonderful. To allow uh, 111 people to die. Isn't that uh, wonderful? It's, uh, Good for them. Again, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, it does seem... It's just awful, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, the scariest part about this is, of course, a slippery slope type argument, which happens yes. certainly in Germany and other places where, you know, you, you start doing this with people who are asking uh, to die, and it winds up escalating, and you need to make sure you stop that... Um, but still, it's, it's always terrible. The, I mean, they say 29, uh, sorry, 191 people got um, prescriptions for the drugs, the life-ending drugs. 20 not, 21 of them just died without using them. So they died before it even happened. 59 individuals, this, their uh, life undetermined at this time. So maybe they chickened out or mm-hmm. they had a miraculous recovery or whatever. Um, Interesting. That's 111 for sure. So 87.4 percent of the people who died were 60 or older now 60 is not that's not very old i mean if you're 61 62 63 you could live another 30 years yeah to bring back to the tennis analogy we've been using i mean bobby riggs was expected to beat one of the top players in the world when he was 55 yeah um uh, yeah and he did with margaret court and right? did and with 50, beat the number 54. one w- woman in the world uh 96.4 percent had health insurance 83.8 percent were receiving hospice or uh palliative care a uh, majority of the individuals were white and college educated. So that's why nobody cares, because uh, it's just a bunch of white people taking their own lives. So we don't care about that. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with white people, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if they're old white people, nobody cares, right? I mean, we do, but well, Californians yeah. aren't going to care about this. I did just make a point about Jeffy, so yeah, you're probably right, yeah. old white people. Exactly. You know, like him. You know, it is a slippery slope, though, right? I mean, these people are wanting to die, or apparently wanting to die. But in the UK, we're talking about a, a baby who is on life support. Mm-hmm. Who the ju- the court says, you know what? Uh, this, that, no, you're not going to. Your the parents are not going to get the baby back, and the baby deserves the right to die with dignity. Well, let, to explain that a little bit uh, in more detail, it's a ten-month-old baby who has a degenerative DNA syndrome of some sort and it's it's usually fatal the hospital in england said look we've done all we can for for your baby um now we're just gonna unplug her from life support the parents are like uh no 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 we made a deal with a doctor in america and we raised 1.6 million dollars on our own to pay for this so we're gonna take him to the doctor in the united states 
just release our baby to us and we'll take him to the U.S. The uh, hospital refused, took it to the court, and the court decided that they cannot have their baby back and the baby must uh, be allowed to die with dignity. A 10-year-old? A 10-month-old? A 10-month-old baby has to die with dignity? 10-month-old babies uh, crap in their pants all day. Yeah, they don't have any dignity dignity yet. They don't care about dignity yet. No. That's not something they care about. No. Uh, And if the parents want to try an experimental treatment that the the doctors, they said there's no guarantees, but, you know, this may help. And so they want to try it. Who wouldn't? Everyone would. Of course you'd try that. Of course. Anybody who has a child knows, of course you're going to try that. Of course. You're going to do everything you possibly can, especially when you've raised all kinds of money and you can afford it. I mean, they already have started doing everything they can by raising money to pay for it and get their child ready to go for it. I mean, this is an unbelievable situation. Jeez. Uh, Also, there's something really disturbing uh, that just happened on YouTube. Uh, This Mm. 19-year-old girl just shot her boyfriend in the chest with a 50 caliber handgun. Uh, They were doing a stunt for their YouTube channel. And apparently they've done a lot of wacky stuff, and uh, this turned out to be a little a little beyond wacky. Yeah, I mean, I guess they wanted to be famous, talked a lot about being famous on YouTube. Um, they uh, wound up getting a... Um uh, what the Desert Eagle, which is described by Cabela's a as caliber handgun, one of the world's most powerful semi-automatic handguns. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he put a he put an encyclopedia in front of his chest, mm-hmm. and she stood back one foot from him, one foot, and fired it into, the, thinking that the encyclopedia was going to stop the bullet. Oh, it's not going to stop a fifty cal bullet. No, no way. From one foot away, that's going to blow you clear back against the wall yeah. after it goes through the encyclopedia. I. It's inconceivable to me that these two didn't at least try to see what happened to a, an encyclopedia without him behind it. You know, why yep. didn't you test it first? Just really senseless, and, really horrible. And she uh, the, uh, he was only 22 years old. Yep. She was 19 and pregnant. Um, they had another baby, which I mm-hmm. guess initially she was uh, she had there. We got pregnant when she was 15. Um, they tried yeah, their be, baby's three. Yeah, tried to be And apparently the three-year-old witnessed there this, saw it, actually yeah. watched this happen. Really horrible. Um, I mean, what a horrific thing. And it's, man, if it's, not, if it's not the exclamation point on where we think our society is right now, I don't know what is. Horrific. I mean, and chasing of what? I, I, this is interesting. She says at one now point. With sec, I think second-degree homicide. I, I think I it's was, even beyond manslaughter, is it beyond isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, second-degree homicide. It was a second degree. If I could get this page to open back up again, I'll tell you exactly what they charged her with. Okay. Uh, she posted a bond. She's out on bail. Uh, his family supporting her. Um, I mean, so I, that's I, I don't think, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's more of them both being stupid. She actually posted uh, something, uh, a tweet about this. She said, um, she said it's his idea. Oh, here it is. Um, Posted on the Twitter account, me and Pedro are probably going to shoot one of the most dangerous videos ever. His idea, not mine. Unbelievable. And like, I just mean, to show how dumb the culture is for a moment. The note <laughs> included two wide-eye emoji faces and another of an eye-covering monkey with a gaping mouth. That's just crazy. And it's sad because here's really someone sad. who's dead now yeah. um, because of uh, this Because of a dumb YouTube stunt. Yeah, and, and uh, in, one po- in one of the videos, the last video they posted, which was the morning of the shooting, they posted a, a video from the previous day, which was uh, doing scary stunts at the fair, part one. Um, and at one point he says, imagine when we have 300,000 subscribers. Yeah, imagine it. Like, mm. Let's say it worked mm-hmm. out and this was an incredible stunt and you got to 300,000 subscribers. That's pretty empty. 
it's really not much of anything. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's a nice number of subscribers. You might be able to generate some cash with, with that, although not an incredible amount. It's not like you're going to be a billionaire when you have 300,000 subscribers. It's a nice number, and you can make some money, I guess, maybe off of that. Uh, but it's not, uh, you know, what are you shooting for? What's not your aspiration? It. You're, you're aspiring. It. It's like we always used to make fun of uh, Democratic politicians who would be like, you know, we need to have a country where we can aspire to be middle class. And it's like, <laughs> aspire to be middle class? Like, there's nothing wrong with being middle class, but, but that's what you're not what we aspire aspiring to. to. You are aspiring to the best you can possibly be. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, middle class for a lot of people. Uh, you know, is an absolutely fine place to land. You might, you know, you might be the thing that you're looking for is aspiring to uh, be a teacher yeah, that lands you in middle when, class when if you, you were, were a great teacher. When you were 10 years old, right. you never thought, gosh, if I could just make $35,000 a year. Right. Oh, it'd be so great. <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> if I could just make $35,000. Right. And there you want to be a millionaire. You want to be a billionaire. Absolutely. And, and, you know, again, it's always class. It, it, it's presented in a financial way way. So, I mean, there are other things to aspire to that could make you middle class, right? Mm -hmm. You could aspire right. to be a great teacher, a great, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of people who go into the military wind up being middle class. And it's maybe the highest honor that we would put on anybody in this country. But beyond that, when you're talking about it specifically about finances, of course, you want the most possible. Everyone who's in the middle class wants more. Everyone who wants to be, a, a, you know, wants to you know, be a teacher would like to make more as a teacher. It's, yeah. it, no one aspires to be in the middle uh, you aspire to be at the top. And, you know, I, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Now here we are, again, like putting 300,000 subscribers, you would be towards the top of the, uh, uh, certainly of the YouTube uh, audience, not top tenth of a percent, but top 10% certainly um, of YouTube, uh, you know, uh, personalities, I guess. But what would that get you? What is it? What's the end game? You know, like, I, I, it's, it's fascinating to me. People want fame for fame's sake, which is the That's crappiest it. part of fame. That's it. Fame is the worst part of fame. Mm -hmm. And not that we know, uh, as we're, you know, uh, famous in the way of, uh, you know, uh, like, I don't we're know. We're probably the more guy. famous than some of these YouTube people. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, surely at some level. And we're more right? alive than some and of them, too, which alive. is uh, a plus. Which is shocking, considering what we've done to uh, our bodies over the years. Yes. Uh, really, it's pretty amazing. amazing that we're alive. Uh, which second-degree manslaughter. And it also says in the story, you know, that, that she was, uh, he showed her a, uh, a book that he had shot that prevented the bullet, although I doubt it was the 50 cal bullet, uh, from going all the way through. That's when she agreed to do it. I mean, that's her out, is that he showed her a book that a bullet didn't go through. Yeah, but I don't uh, think it was the 50 cal. I, it couldn't you, have been the 50 cal. No way. I mean, geez, you can't. that you is can't. just asinine. That's interesting, though. <laughs> so they did actually test it, which gives them... That, I mean, that's well, what she said. Well, he tested it with a different that's what gun. She said. Well, we don't we don't know, right? We don't know what the gun was. Um, the other Do thing is, it could have been a different size book. It could the, yeah, the right. pages yeah, no, could have been older, right? Like yeah. if the pages were older and more dried out, it may have gone through easier. Like there's a million different yeah. ways that goes wrong, which is why you don't do it. Right. Yes. Right. I yes. mean, it's so what a stupid waste of a life. I know. So sad. Uh, so sad. I'm not hearing you for some reason. There, this is the YouTube mentality. Indeed. Uh, in today's, it, I mean, it's true. it is, and it presents a competition because you need to kind of advance things a little bit further, and it, you know, it does lead to these. It's just no reason to ban YouTube. It's no reason to ban stunts on YouTube. It's oh, no, no, way. no reason to ban guns. Um, but it is a. It's That's a, what everybody will push for, though. Yeah. That's the oh, beauty of these things. Yes. It's uh, Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Uh, yesterday, we talked a little bit about the uh, movie Dunkirk with uh, Christopher Nolan, and apparently they're using white people to portray white people, so Racist. you know how awful that is. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a look at uh, what that movie will be like with all these pff, hideous Whiteies. white people in it.
Ugh. If you can even stand it. <laughs> We surround you. Huh. Look the enemy tanks have stopped. Mm. Why? Why waste precious tanks when they can pick us off from the air like fish in a barrel? A lot of people on the beach. There are 400,000 men on this beach. Kirk. I'm not going back. There's no hiding from this sun. We have a job to do. If we go there, we'll die. see it from here. What? Home. Oh, not, a, not a fan of the Nazi regime. No. Myself. Uh, not good people. Yeah, I, I, would not, I would not vote for almost really anybody uh, who represented themselves that way. Really? I'm just going to take a strong stand. That's powerful. Thank you. Really, really, really powerful. Great. Doesn't stuff. that? Does look great. And the extended yeah. trailer is has some really powerful scenes. Extended? Too, that so. was already two minutes. How much of the movie did yeah, you I know. Away? There was a long one. I saw one uh, before Transformers that seemed like it went on for longer than two minutes. Amazing. It looks, mm. it looks really, really good. Um, another one here for you. This is a, a, a movie with Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan. I'm not sure... It seemed like a wow. That's a weird coupling. It's a weird coupling. It's called the Foreigner. Watch. Everyone's already inside. Bye, Dad. Oh. An explosion rocks the city today. Twenty thousand pounds for the names of the bombers. That's not how we do things here. Mr. Hennessy, he's here again. That's five days in a row now. What does he want? His daughter was killed in the bombing. Mm. Mr. Hennessy, please find out the names of the bombers. I work for the government, not terrorists. You used to work for them. I don't know who the bombers are. I don't believe in you. It's him. You would tell me the names of the bombers. To kill me on Tuesday. He's trained. Bury me on Wednesday. 
be special forces. She's wearing the blue. He just wants you to know he can get to you. What is going on? He thinks I know who blew up his daughter. Do you? Somebody say a prayer for me. Of half the city looking for him. Running circles around the lot of us. He's ahead of us every step of the way. Open it up. pretty good too yeah. uh, surprise wow positively on that one october yeah. for uh, for that one uh, let's take a break triple eight seven twenty seven beck is the uh, number the fisher files thing that we do here is what's it called again nobody knows nobody cares frankly the jeffy i don't cataclysm. think we've ever named it the jeffy cataclysm it sounds as good as, it, as any <laughs> well you're just calling it yeah. the jeffy segment for years <laughs> I'd like to wish everyone uh, hashtag happy heterosexual day. Uh, happy heterosexual pride day. Oh, is that what's uh, today? I, on Twitter. So, uh, you know, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. I, no judging. You can do that? No judging, but I'm just... Really? You can, can you be proud of being a heterosexual? With a hashtag in front of it, absolutely. What? Yeah, that's, wow. not, that's not a real thing. I it's thought just that was the people hate. hating about it. It's not an so there's no day? Yeah. And, then the, uh, and hmm. then the people that are all wound up about it uh, are using hashtag heteropride to rip the heterosexual pride day. So, I mean, it's just a battle on Twitter is all. Do you have any specials on your hetero websites? Any running you know, that's a good idea. We'll start one. Uh, <laughs> don't log on for another 10 minutes or so. We'll get those on for you. Uh, you know, here's a perfect example of why people should not do what police think you should do. Okay. That are nice. Not the law, but police. Generally, you know, it's courtesy for the police. You never mind. You remember uh, Philandro Castile the, in Minnesota that got shot by the yeah, police officer? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And the police officer was acquitted. Uh, of that, and they just settled a case for about $3 million. So, I mean, cities mm-hmm. are settling cases all over the place with these police shootings just to get them off the books mm-hmm. and their insurance companies. But it is, uh, brings up a question. You know, he started it all by saying he had a concealed carry permit, right? Remember, that was the whole deal well, that he was telling the police officer you're supposed that he to had tell a gun. Them. Hey, you know, no, you're not. Yeah, you uh, are. No, you're not. Uh, police uh, police generally prefer to be told, but uh, you don't okay. have to. If you have a concealed carry license, you don't have to tell them. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I would think you'd want to. Right. Because...
It's Pat and Stu, along with uh, uh, our friend Jeffy. Triple eight seven two seven back. Whoa! I was way too far. That was way too far. I apologize. I did not. That is not true. He is not the friend of anyone. Okay, that guy over there. Satan, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Um, uh, so this is our last uh, program before the July Fourth weekend. Are we okay over there, Jeffy? Yeah. No, I thought we were gonna uh, before we. Yeah. Wrap up the talk about the concealed weapon. carry. Yeah. Let's let's finish because Casillas said he had one. Right. And right. Did Castile? the cop suppose Castile? Did the cop supposedly go kind of? Crazy on him. I have not actually because of seen yeah. the video yeah. uh, on it. I, I know. I mean, you know, it was a story that we talked about uh, a little bit when it happened. Yeah, but, but I, it's I, been know, a while. I know, and I, I forget some of the details. It definitely but. seems like I, again, like I so I'm judging, judging this not by the video, but only by media reaction, and it seems like it was one of the bad ones. Right. Because, because it was not. It's not just the left complaining about it. A lot of people on the right are complaining yeah. about it. And it looked. It just looked real bad. I mean, he had. He said he had a concealed carry, and then he was reaching for his license, and the police officer completely. Shot him. Seemed to overreact. In Texas, you are required to tell them. Well, if you have was, a concealed yeah, weapon on you and you have your permit, hey, officer, I'm a concealed weapon carrier yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was saying. In Minnesota, you, don't, you do not have you to. You don't it's have not to required. In it, You know, they say so in maybe the story he shouldn't that have. police are, uh, you know, they like to, they prefer to have you tell them. Yeah, I mean, because uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it does. I, I have a concealed carry here in in, uh, in Texas, and when I was I was pulled over once since I've had it, and when I was pulled over, um, I gave uh, the officer both my driver's license and my concealed carry license, and told him I was a concealed carry holder, uh, and then he asked me if I had my weapon, which I did not. Uh, so I was like, no, 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 sir. And that was it. Is that when he beat you senseless? No, he actually Oh, right, because nice. of your white privilege, like, yep. you didn't get that. That's exactly yep. right. I, I see. And, and but I, there are nine states <laughs> where you actually do have to. And they are? Uh, where you do have to say, hey, uh, yes, immediate disclosure is required. And they You're are? Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, Ohio, Michigan. Hmm. Maine and California are mixed rules, and ten. Let me add uh, Alaska as well down here in the corner. So there's okay. ten. So you're, I mean, I think it's always a good idea, though, right? I mean, the the, the question is because what's going to happen is if they run your plate, run your license, they're going to see uh, the concealed right. carry, and then they're going to wonder why you didn't tell them. So mm-hmm. that sets up a to, somewhat. Mm-hmm. It's but if they ask and you don't have it on you, that'd be a good reason, right? I didn't mention that because I don't have it on me. Oh yeah, I, if you have it on you, then yeah, you should really tell you. Tell I them think you're legal. Like, for example, when I because I you know I didn't have mine and I did not need to tell them. I do not have the weapon. I am not legally required to tell right. them I have a license and I'm right. not carrying. I just did it as a courtesy so they knew and so they didn't have that question in their mind. Uh, wait a minute, he didn't. Why didn't he tell me? Or wait, I wonder if he has his le- weapon on him. I, I always tell them that I'm a licensed realtor. And a member of the National Association of Realtors. Is it true that you have to be you in have to be only realtors a realtor be. to be a member of the National Association of Realtors? Did you tell them that? Because I a did lot of tell people them, and they, they really it. appreciated that. Yeah, they really appreciated. Well, it. this particular card is what I carry in my wallet. Okay, whether your little realtor game is ha ha ha, but you this really is do. my know your rights card. Mm-hmm. So okay. whenever you get pulled over by by a, a police officer, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not under arrest. Please let me go. I want my lawyer. Period. Stop right there. Let's get let's get wrap this thing up right now, Mr. Police Officer. 
I do not waive any of my constitutional rights. I do not want to answer any questions, and I do not consent to any search of my person it, or my if property. If you give that to a police officer, you deserve the beatdown that's coming to you. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> you deserve it. I, I mean, I understand. Because that is <laughs> legitimate. Know your rights. That is true, right? Like, yeah. and, and you really do carry that around. You've had that for years. Now you you, you deserve every beatdown you receive. Every one of them. I mean, you'd be polite. Uh, Nightstick, butt of a gun, whatever. You deserve it. So, uh, what? <laughs> it's interesting because you, if you get into a situation, right, where you think this is going against you and you think, uh, wait a minute, they think I'm, I'm guilty of something I'm not guilty of. I mean, it's tough because if you're nice, mm-hmm. the, one of the books Glenn has this reading is uh, the mistakes were made, but not by me. And in there, they talk about a zillion examples and all these studies that show that people who are innocent tend to get themselves in trouble all the time because they go along with every right. police request and never try to stop anything. There's plenty of television shows as well that America watches where they try to make the person look bad mm-hmm. for not allowing the police to come into their house and take a look, even though they're not guilty of anything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the police are like, well, if you're not guilty of anything, we should be able to come in. You know what? No. No, you're not. It's true. I, I've seen a, a bunch of shows where... Am I back to a beat-down pad? Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. Uh, but I, I, was, I was watching a, a really good reality show uh, this weekend in which uh, they come, the police come to these places and say, hey... Uh, are you a member of the National Association of Realtors? Right. And, and if you're not, no, you get a beatdown. Right. If not, but you have to be a realtor. And if you're saying you're, if you're not a realtor and you're saying yes to that, they can kill you. Oh yeah. Oh, they they, and they should. And they should. <laughs> even with your know, and they should. Even with your know your rights card. Absolutely. Yes. You do not have yes. the right. You might have constitutional rights. You do not have the right to say you're in the National you do Association of Realtors. It, not if you you're not, not a realtor. My gosh. Yeah, you deserve okay, good. to be killed. Glad we got that uh, <laughs> all, all, all put together. Um, uh, all right. So, we got the 4th of July coming up here. Yeah. Um, it's our last show before the 4th of July weekend. Uh, we will have the Nathan's <coughs> Hot Dog Eating Contest coming up. I know Jeffy's a big fan of that. Um, and It's funny because I guess they uh, – should we watch some of the last – it's hard to watch this for me. Um, yeah, let's do because – is this the one where it shows the final moments of the yeah. of the competition last year? Mm-hmm. Was it won by the same guy, the chestnut guy? Joey Chestnut wins like every year. Now. He wins every time. He, he and that Japanese kid Kobayashi are always yeah. first, and now it's yeah. Joey Chestnut every year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. here he is, uh, the final uh, few moments. So he's going to try to eat a bunch of hot dogs in 10 Kay. minutes. Here you go. Right. Could get to a Nathan's record. 69 was the record on this corner. Joey looks like he's going to do it again. He will return to his rightful place atop the food chain. He is the tyrant lizard king, the king of Coney Island. This is not a democracy, Paul. This is one man rule, and the ruler is Joey Chestnut. 30 seconds down to go. Joey Chestnut with seven. He's averaging still 7.1 dogs per minute. Can he get to the record? Can he get past it? Is he going to get seven. anywhere near yeah, 70? No. 20 seconds to go. Is Kobayashi even in this one? He's not, is he? not in the game. It's all about Chestnut. It's all about the mustard belt, and it's all about the record now. 10 seconds to go. He's got to get that one down. There we go with 69. Final seconds. Wow. It's still his mouth. 70. The most hot dogs. 70. The most hot dogs ever eaten on the corner of Sanford Stillwell Avenues by the greatest eater in the history of country. I mean... (laughs) 
by the greatest eater in the history of our country. <laughs> really? That's a thing? The greatest eater? It certainly has become the greatest thing. It's so ridiculous. That's just dumb. Uh, That's dumb. So uh, how does he do this? Uh, actually, I guess ESPN did a sports science on how he eats so many freaking hot dogs, yeah. which, again, it's a real stretch to call this one a sport. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but uh, let's watch yeah. anyway. All right. In the time it takes me to eat one hot dog, Joey scarfs down 10. Here's how he does it. Oh, first, the jaw. It begins with the masseter muscle. Pound for pound, one of the body's strongest. Some competitive eaters train this muscle by chewing five or more sticks of gum at once. That's sick. In fact, We've measured the bite of competitive eaters at 280 pounds of force. Get out of here. Stronger <laughs> than a German Shepherd's. Next, the esophagus. The body relies on rhythmic contractions mouth. Ah! called peristalsis to move food down the esophagus. Competitive eaters can also use what's called a Vasalva maneuver. Kind of like pinching your nose shut and attempting to exhale with your mouth closed to clear your ears. This increases thoracic pressure and like squeezing a tube of toothpaste can help move the food through the esophagus. By bouncing up and down, Joey also uses gravity to accelerate the process. I'm doing whatever it takes to get it in. There's nothing pretty about it. No, that's and for sure. finally, the stomach. Joey pushes the limits of stomach expansion, training his stomach to increase by roughly I thought they talked about the water thing. from its ordinary volume of about one liter to more than four liters. Uh. <laughs> it takes valuable space for stomach expansion. Which is why many competitive eaters are surprisingly fit. Mm, uh, so bizarre. Uh, so bizarre. That's just weird. Um, you know what grosses me out is the water dipping thing. Yeah. You dip in the bun in water and mm -hmm. soaking it and then jamming it down your gullet. That's just... <laughs> It's sick. Well, we yeah. have a, 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 a special segment of uh, a little, uh, one of our specialties here on the program uh, that mm -hmm. is related to the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's a little segment we like to call, Will, Will Jeffy, Jeffy Eat It? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Will yeah. Jeffy Eat It? Eat it. Will Jeffy Eat It? Eat it. Eat it. Mm. Eat it. I, I mean, I love this segment. Now, if you've never seen this before, Jeffy will post a poll uh, on the feed. If you go to patentstew.com, you can get there and vote in the poll. You have to decide whether you think Jeffy will eat uh, the thing that he... We, right now, he doesn't know what it is, uh, but it's related well, to the I'm Nathan's guessing. hot dog thing. Um, it could okay. be really disgusting. It could be delicious. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, it could be. Uh, but we need Jeffy to go to his isolation booth, so get out. Uh, go to your isolation booth. Post your poll and get out. Go to your isolation uh, booth. Out, out, out. Jeez. He moves like a sloth. You're starting to piss. And Turk, take your, your <laughs> okay, headphones off. Okay, and vote right now. Mm -hmm. Pat .com. Uh Will Jeffy eat it? <clears throat> um, and here's what it's going to be. Uh, here it is uh, as Marissa brings out uh, the lovely food. Uh, oh, and the water. And so he's, he's going to soak it in the water and then jam it down his gullet. Yep. So there's uh, three, six, six hot dogs? Seven. Seven hot dogs. Good counting. And uh, in I one minute? That's bizarre because I know it was eight. No, it's, what do you mean? It was eight hot it dogs. It was eight what? <clears throat> I wanted to see if he could do eight hot dogs by, in, the, in the next 20 minutes. In 20 minutes? Of course he could do eight. Well, why right? is there only seven, though, is the question. I don't know. Are you sure there were eight? 
Maybe they dropped one on the way in here. I'm not really sure how that worked. Maybe but, they dropped uh, one of the hot dogs? They might have dropped one. You really don't have any idea. <laughs> they might have dropped it into my mouth. Mm. Oh. I... <laughs> okay, uh, vote now. Will Jeffy eat? Now, here's Will the Jeffy thing. It's not just it. can Jeffy... Will... Wait, you guys still have part of the hot dog mm-hmm. that you're trying to hide eating while <laughs> it's on the table? Uh Mm-hmm. So the point here is not that Jeffy will can eat, eat hot dogs, but will he eat them like the competitive eaters? Will he dip them like in Joey water Chestnut. and then eat them? So go to Pat and Stew right now, patentstew.com, and uh, we will take. Um, should we take a break and come back on the other side, and we'll figure yeah, out if, we'll if Jeffy will eat it? All right. All right. Let's take a break. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back. Go to patentstew.com right now. Will Jeffy eat it? Eat, eat it. it. Eat it. And the answer almost always is yes, but who knows? Maybe it's not this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot dogs <laughs> dipped in water. Can he eat seven of them in the next 20 minutes? A totally fair. Are you chewing? Can you wait until we're about to go to commercial? I mean, why not wait until after commercial to start chewing? What do you mean? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, if you uh, want to vote on your phone, maybe you're mm-hmm. going to your phone, you can go to padstew.com on your mobile. Uh, and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? Look, I, my data plan kind of sucks. I don't have unlimited data. Can't figure it out. I, plus, you know, one other thing that sucks is every time I use some of this data, a little tiny portion of that money goes to some left-wing group. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. Uh, when you're a cell phone provider uh, who you're just trusting to be able to get on the Internet, make some phone calls, send some texts, is actually taking a portion of your money and donating it to undermine your beliefs. You know what I hate, too, is uh, that uh, now, of course, with, with Patriot Mobile, you can get the unlimited data, and uh, they've got a great plan on that. But... You would get this little notification like three days into your month that oh you've got you've used you've already used ninety one percent of your data plan this month and then when you use a hundred percent of it it's like eight hundred dollars per uh, thing used. I, I, good, good, good. What are the things good that you tech, use? Gig, or gigs. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and then even on some of these plans uh, that are unlimited, they slow your data down to two, two G's. And then it's like, you can't download anything anyway. Can we go back to Jeffy cam for a second here while we're in the middle of what the hell is he doing over there? Is he playing hide and seek? Is that what he's, (laughs) (laughs) he can probably come out now. No, leave him in there. Leave him in there. Leave, Leave him in there. Greatest segment name of all time, if nothing else. <laughs> Will Jeffy eat it? Uh, Jeffy has been in the isolation booth. He does not know what is under this uh, this napkin. Uh, and we have given you a, a time limit here, Jeffy, uh, for this particular uh, task. Uh, related oh, very closely. And, and, you know, you think a lot of times Jeffy's like, oh, you guys just pick really terrible foods that no one wants to eat. Not true at all today. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, will you eat the product underneath this napkin? Now, there is a little bit of a hitch The to poll it. says uh, 65% say yes. They say yes. All okay. right. So I, do I get to uncover it uncover now? Uncover it. Uncover it. Go for mm-hmm. it. Oh, my gosh. That's too easy. <laughs> oh, my. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's uh, hot dogs. That's easy. Seven hot dogs. This better not be the bougie little bad hot dog, I'll tell you that. Well, no, these are good Nathan hot, Nathan's hot dogs. Seven hot dogs to see if you're going to eat them, Jeff. In how long a period of time do we want them to do know, Like this? 20 minutes. All right. <laughs> And you you, you, you do have to eat seven <laughs> hot dogs in 20 minutes, right? You do. You need to, to dip them in the water, though. In the water. Why do I have to dip them in the water? Because well, be that's like how contest. that's how what's his face, Joey Chestnut, does it. I could compete differently. For, I, 
I'd like to just go on record as that I have said for years that I am not a sprinter. No, you have said that. That is true. You a, have I said that. I am not a sprinter. You have said that. of eating. We know. We've heard Thank this. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. it's long. My, I mean, it's legendary uh, throughout all of radio broadcasting yeah. that I once put down 12 hot dogs. I mean, it's legendary because you keep telling us the same of time. Super story. Yes. And it was at a Yale-Harvard <laughs> football game. And uh, it was raining like a pig. And nobody was coming to the game, and we had this incredible spread of hot dogs for everybody who came, but nobody did. And so I, I took the liberty of eating the 12. hot dogs so they wouldn't go to waste. So this is only seven. Uh, this Jeffy. is only seven. Now, if you can't do better than, than seven Jeff. in 20 minutes, uh, that's pretty weak. Do you have any theory as to why you have seven hot dogs in front of you? Do you know why we pick seven? I don't. I, because I'm seven's a lucky I number. I didn't realize that Nathan's hot dogs... <laughs> Uh, most hot dogs come in packaging of eight. They do. Now, Nathan's, I guess, come in seven. I don't know that. Maybe maybe they do. Uh, no, Pat ate one. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost willing to give you a combination uh, <laughs> uh, approach here. I mean, if Pat That's eats funny. them, there's nothing you can do mm. about that, right? Right. But I do. Will you eat them with dipping them in the water like a competitive well, I, well, eater? They don't necessarily all get dipped in the water. A lot of times they eat them and they drink the water <laughs> with it. No, don't, don't necessarily try to, dip them. Don't try to don't try to get out of it. The, the, the challenge is: Will just you dip it in water to, and eat it? If Shut I up. have to, just do it. Just come on. Where is my? I will not. My no by rights card. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're gonna I get a do beat down for me. We don't even need a police officer here. I'll give you the beat down. Just dip it in the water and eat it. <laughs> will you dip it in the water and eat it? Yeah, I mean, okay, sure. Okay, we'll do it. it. Let's here see it. Is, here's Jeffy. Jeffy, will he dip I mean, the how hot bad dog could in the water be? and eat it? Come on. Oh, my God, he's doing it. All right. And there it goes. Ah, wet, wet bread. Oh, God, he does not look good. <laughs> Jeffy did eat it. Are you, are you kidding me? It's just water on a bun. You're gonna, you've got to oh, spit that out? I am with him on that. That really gross. Come me. on! Wet bread oh, is one of nasty. the worst things that can happen to society. Oh, that was just sad and pathetic. That was just sad and pathetic. No, it was nasty with the water sliding down in the back of the throat like yeah. that. No, I could have. No. It, really nasty. There, no. There's something really nasty about that. I don't know how they can wow. do that. Wow. Truly, truly disappointing. They're not bad. In the regular form, they're no, not they're bad. No, they're delicious hot dogs. How do you know? Well, somebody told me. <laughs> they don't have that nasty skin that snaps on it, though. No, I, I like hate the that. skin. I hate that. I like the skin. With you a do like ketchup. that? I like Ooh, the I skin. Like and I like. A, I I'd like rather that. have a hot dog, uh, you know, with fried with some, or grilled with some darkened grill sauce on it. You know, the burn marks. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, on a grill. Mm-hmm. On a grill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you think you could put down seven of these before, yeah, you know, the next twenty minutes? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Well, he here, can I throw a little wrinkle in we did not tell you about? Oh in the middle of this, we also have spoons. <laughs> <laughs> so in the 20 minutes, you're going to have to also eat something from Taco Bell. Wow. We've got a follow-up Taco Bell spoon. Like, this is difficult for him, seriously? I mean, this is what I think. This is not difficult When I think him. of you, Jeffy, I think of a person who can eat. Uh, it's not, not going to be thrown off by the fact that Taco Bell is coming in the middle of your hot dog eating contest. No, like, that is not, not going to be. That won't throw him a bit. 
that will not throw him at all. So we'll follow this closely to see if he can actually put him down. But yes, Jeffy did eat the hot dog uh, drip. Kind of. He actually spit it out, though. Partly, though. Cause I, yeah, I, I, that, I, what, it, so I don't know if it counts, does it? Would you do it? Count or not? I mean, I didn't want to puke all over my. Would you really? Here. Just from wet bun? It's pretty close. Wet nasty. bread is Come really bad, though. That's really nasty. I'm with Jeffy on that. I would not eat that. It was nasty. I mean, it's not ideal, but it can't be that sick, right? It can't be. I was I was marred by an event when I was a child in which some, <laughs> someone was over. I don't remember even who it was. Someone was a guest at our house, and he mm-hmm. was eating a piece of bread over by the sink, and he oh. dropped it into the sink. And then, of course, picked it up. And he picked it up oh. and ate it. <laughs> and like ever since then, I can't. I don't know why. It's the most horrific thing. It's a weird thing, thing to scar you. But. Why would you have? That? Why yeah. would that person be it in is. your home, first of all? Uh, mm. I could tell a long story about that. I think now I am remembering who it was, and uh, long story about that one. You're right. It shouldn't have been in the home. Uh, but a very interesting, huh. uh, a very yeah. interesting. Well, I mean, I've, t- I've told some parts of the story before, but my parents used to take in people, uh, generally oh, yeah, yeah. from the church, who were in need. In need. That's a really nice thing. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. That's nice. It was. They were very nice to a fault, uh, to a uh, an extreme fault, which repeated itself over the past twenty years about a hundred times. Really? Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Did anybody ever? Um Steal things? Abuse that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Some of them just some of them just abused it. Some of them were nice. Some of them just abused it. Some of them uh, stole but things. But your parents kept doing it uh, anyway. Yes, because they believed it was the right thing to do, wow. biblically, um, which uh, I don't necessarily agree with. That's seriously. Uh, no, I think that's right. I don't. How many, people have, how many people have you taken in uh, random, None. randoms? Well, actually, randoms I think quite nice. a few. Really? To be honest yeah. with you, I think it's pretty nice. We've, we've done it's it a, a few times. It was very nice. However, uh, they did not go about it the right way. Can we at least agree on that? Because uh, uh, that one I can Well, agree. I mean, obviously, Again, I think helping, one of them was wrong. If the other person's dropping bread in a sink and eating it, that Well, that was the worst wrong. thing that happened. Uh, that was the was worst part. Was there extreme uh, vetting? No, there is not extreme vetting, so you should be extreme vetting. The other part of it, too, is there's ways to help people without bringing them into your home when you don't know them. And Uh, when you have children, you kind of have an obligation to make sure that your kids are going to be safe when you're doing that kind of thing. Yeah, and of course, I think they try to hit that standard, and they certainly, I don't think, ever put me at risk of safety uh, that I know of, But uh, so I I don't mean to... Oh, so maybe we'll hear some repressed memories later? No, you will not. Because, you know, what's her face who got kidnapped... um, uh, in Salt yeah. Lake City. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smart. Uh, Elizabeth yes, Smart. Elizabeth Smart. Her dad invited that guy, that kook, uh, to his house to do some roof work on, That's on the house. That's where it all started. That's where it all started because yeah. he saw his daughter and he thought, hey, I'm going to come back and get her. And he did. Uh, so it can be... Yeah, I think there's other ways to can do be it. can be kind of scary. Uh, you want to be helpful, there's other ways to help, um, yeah. in my particular opinion. But mo- mostly what I'm talking about here is bread and water. If it falls in a pot in the sink, you don't eat it. It's not what you do. It's no, gross. It's bread and water it gets eaten by ducks. Mm. I don't even think they should eat it. I think, honestly, they should either catch it or leave it. Okay? <laughs> Stupid ducks. Of course, they choose not to leave it. Because uh, they're morons. I, in my experience. They'll, they'll eat the wet bread. moronic ducks. Yeah. And it's yeah. why uh, humans rule the earth and not ducks. <laughs> if it wasn't for that one trait, ducks would rule the world. People don't know that. It's true. It's interesting. It's huh. true. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's a long rant there, but it's, uh, it's, it really all, it's all accurate. If these could stay warmer, then we need to cook these up a little bit. Just eat them. I could do these seven, no problem. Piece of cake, little Heinz ketchup. Are you serious? Oh, like yeah. this no, is right now? now you, yes. Well, you've only got 15 minutes left. You think you can do it in 15? How many have you done a so little, far? Little Heinz one, ketchup. This is two. Three. Oh, it's yeah. three. It's the third one. Well, you have you have three that Jeffy ate, and then the one Pat ate. Why do you keep going back to that? 
Well, because I'm interested in that we were supposed to be doing a segment in which these it was supposed to be eight hot dogs, and Pat just, without asking, without saying, you know what, can I just have one? It doesn't matter. It's only seven. He just went up there and ate it. Like, I did. Legitimately, I did. when you were, like, watching a commercial, he just started eating the bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Is it? It is. Is it? It is. All right. Um, Here's uh, from CNBC how each of these uh, five highly successful people overcame their not midlife crisis, but quarter life crisis. Um, Apparently before Mark Cuban became a billionaire entrepreneur and investor on Shark Tank or the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, he was just another young guy struggling to make it in business, living with uh, five other guys in a three bedroom apartment working at a company that sold PC software. He uh, describes being fired for not telling anyone he was going to lunch to try to close a deal, but he learned from that setback. Besides encouraging him to become an entrepreneur and his own boss, it shaped his leadership style. Uh, his former, bo- former boss was his mentor, but not in the way you'd expect, Cuban says. Even now, I think back to the things he did, and I do the opposite. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk uh, was uh, at Stanford, um, was going to pursue a Ph.D. in applied physics and materials science, uh, and then he quit after two days. Uh, dropped out of school after two mm. days, and he actually said he'd be back in six months, and the chairman of the department said he'd probably never going to hear from him again, and he was right. Musk left, uh, was, slept on the floor of an office, showered at a YMCA, and struggled to make ends meet, and then somehow was able to turn it around to, uh, you know, multi-billions of dollars in fortune. Um, the story of J.K., Rowling has been told quite a few times she was divorced. Her marriage uh, fell apart and she moved back to the UK. She was poor. She was really depressed. Um, And apparently she says, we're talking suicidal thoughts here. We're not talking. I'm a little bit miserable. She was suicidal. She took a job uh, teaching in Edinburgh, Scotland. Then she had an idea for a school of wizards and a character named Harry Potter. And it's it. I've heard the story told that she wrote the whole thing while at a coffee shop on a napkin or something that it wasn't that dramatic, actually. But she did write notes when she went Mm -hmm. to this uh, little Internet coffee shop or whatever it was. And she took notes there for. uh, I mean, who doesn't take notes at an Internet coffee shop? Yeah. And after seeing uh, she she went to a lot of publishers who rejected the idea. You know, it's kind of like the Star Wars story that three studios turned down Star Wars. More than that, turned down her book idea for Harry Potter. Now, 450 million copies later, they're probably a little bummed about that. This is always one of those stories that has two sides, though. I mean, there's a million <clears throat> stories about wizards and kids, and I want to write a teenager yeah, book. Yeah, but when you like... read it, you should understand, right? If you're a big publisher, that there's something special about that book. Is there? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously I there is, but I mean, like, it's I, brilliant. There is at least from the perspective. But it's like, how many of them <clears> even read it, right? I mean, like, how many have even bothered? Right. You know, we get books all the time. We don't even we don't even look at them, just in case you're wondering if you send them to us. We well, can. we're not supposed to. Yeah, we're we legally not allowed to. Yeah. Um, because of all these, you know, you, you never know what the people who are going to sue you or whatever later. Um, so, but it's it's one of those things of uh, had they also in that time period rejected twenty five other thousand other bombs. 
and they were that they were sure. right on. Yeah, definitely. It's it's tough. It's but it's a, the ones that stand out. Like I mean, Harry Potter, the the best selling book of all time, other than the Bible. You kind of wish you best selling of all time. You, yeah, it would have been nice probably for some of these. Uh, uh, quick couple, quick couple more. Oprah Winfrey was fired when she was twenty three from the a nightly news gig that she had, uh, which is bizarre thinking of her as a news person. Yeah. Um, but uh, she it uh, she really had a tough time with it. Um, it was a key turning point that led her to becoming a TV host and doing other things in TV uh, that she, uh, of course, wound up doing. And then, of course, she'll be obviously the next president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> well, she probably <laughs> that would be her- horrific. Actually, that would be horrific. Sure would. Uh, Steve Jobs quit after one semester at Reed College. He uh, traveled to India to find his purpose in life. Experimented with psychedelic drugs. Probably heard this story mostly too. Um, but that period kind of helped him to uh, finally solidify the idea that he always had sort of in the back of his mind. Uh, and then didn't hurt when Steve Wozniak uh, kind of got together with him because Steve Wozniak was really the genius. He was just the, he was, Steve Jobs is a good marketer. Yeah, Wozniak was the real genius. Wozniak was the guy who really developed And Wozniak also helped build Atari. Uh, right. He was one of the engineers uh, and software <laughs> people at Atari who left there and gave the guy who was running Atari an opportunity to buy, I think it was 20% of Apple for like $100,000. And the guy at Atari is like, nah, sucks. <laughs> and one of those tanked and the other became the biggest company, yeah. the most valuable company in the world. Though that guy did, the guy who ran Atari did go on to, to start Chuck E. Cheese. So he wound up uh, with a pretty good Oh, he did that anyway. too? Yeah, pretty, pretty good careers uh, all around wow. there. Really, real centralized talent uh, at that yeah. moment in history. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the number. Jeffy is on hot dog number three. Start, uh, start number four Starting right number four, but uh, they're getting bougie on me. <laughs> Cold, bougie bougie yeah, that word it. does not mean what you think it means. We'll take a break and come back on the other side with spoons uh, here on Patstrip. Yeah, this is a controversial episode of Spoons uh, because people are complaining about the Taco Bell double chalupa. Mm. Now, that is dumb because Taco Bell should never be complained about. It's the greatest place on earth. Um, It's better than Disney World. It's better than really any place you can go to. Um, So they came up with this idea for a Taco Bell double chalupa. If you ever had a chalupa, it's about, I don't know, it's taco-sized. So they came up with this Mm -hmm. double chalupa, which is supposed to hold twice the meat, um, and it clocks in at nine ounces. Um, and the photos do make it look like it's filled to the very top. Yeah, with meat. Uh, and the meat doesn't, yeah. is not that impressive. No, I mean, it's, but. it's, there's, now there is supposedly double in there. The reason is, apparently, uh, the shell is so big it kind of spaces it out. It's like if you have a <clears throat> wider cup rather than a thinner cup. Uh, the thinner <laughs> cup looks like it's more filled, even if it has less liquid in it. Um, here is, Pat's okay. got one here to show you. Uh, there it is. Uh, so that's what there it looks it like inside. You've got uh, the meat. Uh, mine has beans, by the way. Um, then you've got uh, cheese, lettuce, tomato, sour cream, cheesy sauce. Uh, a bunch should of stuff be pretty good. Jeffy, uh, I noticed you haven't opened yours yet. You've done a two hot dogs, however. Uh, two hot dogs and the double chalupa. You know, I feel like uh, you know, no. What? No, no it's, what it's do you a mean, taste no? test segment. You need you to eat it. <laughs> At least take a bite out of it. If you're you don't not going to eat it, then say in advance so we don't Shh. send people out and spend right? money on you. 
are. And by the way, you need to eat it anyway. Mm. <laughs> okay. So the chalupa <laughs> shell mm. is is pretty interesting in that it's like it's like a tortilla, but it's it's deep fried. Mm-hmm. This is like this is heavy, man. This is heavy, um, and then they they kind of fry it, so it's crispy. It's almost on the a outside. pound of food. It's a lot. It is. Uh, so let me give it a whirl here. You had it already, Pat. Your reaction initially. Are you complaining like the other delicious. people? Delicious. No. As with everything else at Taco Bell, delicious. Delicious. Are you going to have it? Yeah, definitely. I'm just uh, trying to take it out of its like vegetarian wrappings. Yeah. It's a vegetarian the vegetarian one. chalupa. Jeffy, are you going to try some? Uh, no. You got to at least take a bite. Try a bite to be polite. Oh, aren't you just <laughs> a cute little dad? I'm going to have to say. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. The plus, this has got all that bougie stuff on it. Mm. This went to color bars. This was so bad. I, um, say, I don't know if it's good TV, but that's a freaking good chalupa. I like Jeffy's it. Jeffy's trying his. Mm. Jeffy, your reaction? Right. What do you mean it's all right? All right. You are you know, the weirdest fat guy <laughs> on the planet. Like, seriously, how do right? you get overweight if you don't like stuff like this? I know. What if are I, you eating? Every day. Seriously. <laughs> is it all give, ice cream? I'll give it, I, yes. That's what it is. No, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm not, I'm not joking. I think like, we're out of time here guy? for this segment, right? Thirty um, seconds. Okay. Um, I will say what I I'm like I'm going to say an 18 on this, too. Oh, my That's God. That's my second straight day <laughs> of a perfect score. This is delicious. Why don't you go marry Taco Bell? Mm. Well, I will say the I would if I wouldn't shell, be a polygamist. Christmas, Christmas or shell is a big win for me. Um, I'll give it a 14. Big fan. I like these a lot. It's really 18 good. 18 is, is amazing. Yeah, it's best substance on earth. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best part of my day. (laughs) The Pat and Stu show is is the most fun I have every day. It really is. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It is fun. We enjoy one another's company. <laughs> uh, Glenn, by the way, uh, who does not enjoy our company, apparently, uh, mm-hmm. did a show with a bunch of Collins, various topics, talking to you. Here's another chunk. What's happened in the last six months, I had a real awakening here in the last six months, and um, I, uh, I got up off my floor and thought, you know, kind of like I did when I was uh, an alcoholic, where I was feeling sorry for myself and kind of got up and thought, okay, so you're either just going to quit and shut everything down and just go and do your thing or you're going to find a new way. And that was what really bothered me. And quite honestly, um, I have a hard time sometimes um, meeting with some of the listeners um, and viewers, um, because I've had a hard time looking you in the eye because, um, uh, I, 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 I feel like I lost touch with you and I didn't really, I wasn't really listening to you. And one of the first things that we've done here in this awakening is we brought our customer service um, down here to Dallas, and I, uh, I talk to customer service an awful lot uh, now, and in fact, um, I've had um, many people um, at the executive level, get your, excuse my language, kids, 
but upstairs and talk to the people who are actually paying your salary because it ain't me. And, uh, and then doing some study and some things that I want to talk to you about in the coming days. If we're going to fix this, meaning the country, we have to have a new strategy. And it starts with listening to one another. And, man, you've listened to me blab for long enough. Uh, I need to listen to you. So today, I want to spend the next uh, uh, 56 minutes listening to you and hearing where you're coming from. And so, tell me something important. Tell me something that I don't know or I'm missing. Um, um, Tell me how, tell me what the downward pressure on your life is. What are you feeling right now? And most importantly, um, how can I help you? When I was at Fox, I said, I'll never waste a second of your time. I fear I've wasted a lot of your time recently. Um, and, uh, It was because I didn't have much to say. I didn't have an answer, but I do. And I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because it's very complex. And I want everybody in this building to thoroughly understand it before we do anything. Because it's going to change everything that I do and everything that we touch. And um, there have been people in this company that have been with me for a long time who thought, you know, okay, Glenn starts something and never finish it. No, no, no. This has been going on for about three months now. And, um, and we're all so excited about the direction we're going. And, it res- and the main thing is we have to love you. We have to want to serve you. And the way to serve you is to make your life easier. So how can we make your life easier? How, what do you need explained? What don't you understand? What don't your kids understand? How can we help you with your kids? Um, that's what I want to know. And this won't be the first time, but you control the, you control the horizontal and the vertical and uh, talk about whatever it is you want to do. Um, Vince in Texas. Hello, Vince. How are you? Doing well, Mr. Beck. How are you? Very good. Well, uh, just listening to your opening monologue there, I, the, the best thing you've done for my kids, first off, has been the, uh, the history show. Uh, it's just it's been phenomenal. And I, Which one? I try to get them to watch it. Yes. <laughs> Which one? Is it the one in the vault? Is it the drive-by history show? Is it um, the, no, the history show? The, the history show okay. is the one that, I, that I've uh, gotten them to watch uh, a few episodes of and they seem to enjoy. Okay. Um, so okay. that's been great. What I actually wanted to talk to you about today, I, I'm a state police officer here in Texas. I've been down here on the southern border for about 13 years. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, one of the things this week you've been talking about the pension system there in, in Illinois and, yeah. you know, we have, you know, different issues across the, uh, the yeah. country and across the state with that. The Texas uh, pension system is actually, um, you know, significantly underfunded. It's, it's right around 25% underfunded right now. And uh, what, what I was wondering, what, what are your thoughts on how we proceed forward with that? And how does the fact that we're spending, you know, about $400 million a year here in Texas, on uh, you know immigration security or border security security measures, uh, do you feel like maybe that's a misallocation of funds? Huh. 
Um, no, because the government isn't doing it. Um, thanks for your call, Vince. The government isn't doing it. Um, and what I've been talking about this week, I talked about in uh, at Fox, I think in 2008, and I used Illinois as the example, and Illinois is the first to start popping. Um, uh, and somebody on radio today said, it's not going to happen in Texas. Yes, it is. It's going to happen everywhere. It's gonna, this is what's going to happen to the rest of the world. What you're seeing in Illinois is a much, 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 much smaller version of what is happening in Greece. And politicians and banks and everybody else make exactly the same decision every time. Unfortunately, so do the people. And the people, when they feel they've been lied to and ripped off, they also make the same choice. Um, you know, I hate to say this, um, but it's what I would do if I had money in a pension uh, that was in a public pension. I would get it out if they offered me a lump sum. Um, but I hate to give you that advice because that's what destroys the, uh, the pension funds uh, faster. Let me go to Holly. Hi, Holly. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Very good. You're in New Mexico. Where in New Mexico? No, actually, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No problem. No problem. Your opening monologue was amazing. And I just wanted to let you know, it kind of plays into my question that, um, you know, I, I'm, I can't believe you, can't, you feel like you couldn't look into some of the viewers' eyes because I don't feel that you've let me down. I mean, you know, I learn from when you uh, make mistakes, as you know, you call them or when you reflect on them and then you talk about them. Yeah, yeah. That to me is, yeah, is amazing. And I don't know anybody else who does that. Um, so I don't feel that you've let me down and I think, you know, you've had a lot to say and you've taught me a lot, even in the last six months, as you said, where you didn't think you did. Yeah. And I was right there with you with Trump. So there wasn't, everybody <laughs> wasn't, you know, against yeah. you. There was a lot of us. No, I know. I and this is, you know, what's amazing, well. Holly is I was just having a talk with some radio people and I said, you know, what's really amazing is this audience is still rock solid um, and it, it shouldn't be, you know, by all, by all research, um, this audience should not be solid like it, it has been. Um, and that's because I think that there is a, there is a, um, uh, a feeling that we trust each other, even though we may not all agree with each other, we still trust each other. And, and one of the things... I've been trying to come to grips with. And I, let me just tell you this. Um, so many people said to me, you and your stinking ivory tower, um, you know, talking to us about principles. And something really dawned on me. I read uh, these four books and some others during vacation. And I highly recommend all of these books. But I want to tell you about these two. Um, because these two are really kind of guiding um, my head right now in content in some ways. This book is about people who make mistakes and never admit it. And that's most people. And what it really talks about is the power of cognitive dissonance, where you've made a mistake and then, like I said, you don't really want to even look at the person in the eye because you feel like you've made a mistake. And they remind you of the mistakes that you've made. And um, we're all doing that. For whatever it is, we're all doing it. And we're replacing it. Instead of not looking at people, we're shouting at them. And we're pointing our finger at them. And it's so 
um, humbling to be able to do your own homework on things. And for instance, as I'm telling you, live by your principles. And this, you're just going to have to, you know, believe me or think I'm full of crap. Um, it's up to you. Um, I, I've never really had much to do with the blaze, and it's been a very self-imposed thing. I've wanted to hire people, bring them in, let them do it. I don't want to micromanage, and I don't have time. Uh, and then, and I also didn't want to my, my opinion to affect the blaze and the blaze opinion to affect me. Well, that's crazy. Nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. Um, and so when we hired Tommy and all that stuff was going on, um, in my head, there was a cognitive dissonance because I'm saying, we're not going that way. We're not doing that. And yet my company is doing that. And it was driving me out of my mind. And uh, after she left, I decided, you know what? I'm just, uh, nobody believes this anyway. So I'm just going to, I'll be held responsible for everything. I'm going to take the company over. And so for the first time, uh, I am, I've grabbed the reins of the culture and the content, not yet. I'm still in the midst of doing it. I'm meeting with all the people. Um, but hopefully by um, uh, September, we'll be able to, to really kind of rein some of these things in. I'm just tired of letting somebody else um, do it because I just can't live with it any, anymore and look you in the eye and say one thing. Because I think while I'm saying you got to live your principles, I think there's a lot of people in this audience that were like, oh, really, Mr. High and Mighty? And it was my own cognitive dissidence that didn't allow me to see how hypocritical I may have been or appeared to, um, to people.